You are listening to the We Are Better Men podcast. The views and opinions expressed on the Better Men podcast are those of the host. Viewer discretion is advised. Dealing with imposter syndrome. Imposter syndrome is something I've talked about before. Um, it's generally something that, that women talk about, and especially professionals, uh, w- women in corporate careers, uh, even women at executive levels talk about having imposter syndrome, but men get it just as much. Um, and I've, I've talked about this before. I know I've ha- I have imposter syndrome. I, I've, I've pushed mostly through it in the, rec- in the most recent years, just working on my career, self-development and things like that. Um, but it always creeps up. And if you're not familiar with it, it's, uh, it's pretty easy to identify if you have it. Uh, it's not like anything in the DSM. It's not like you need to go get pills to correct it. Um, I don't think there's any psychological problem with you. Um, it's just, a, it's, it's kind of centered around self-doubt mostly. But basically, if you have this fear of getting found out for being a fraud, meaning when you accomplish things, if you think in your head at any at any moment in time that what you did wasn't really an accomplishment and if people actually dug into it, they'd see that too. Even though what you did was an accomplishment, you have imposter syndrome. For me, now, after I've done a lot of reflecting, especially in the past recent years, I know that I have had it and uh, it goes back to childhood. Um, grade seven, so I think I was 12 years old. I was on a roller hockey team. Roller hockey is when you can't quite afford to play ice hockey. So in the summer, they have a league where you played on rollerblades. Still professional, jerseyed up in rinks, uh, good time. Um, I ended up getting, becoming a goalie and, and I was really good. And, you know, I had a few crappy games and then I took our team from like last place to, to, um, second place in the league. Uh, and I got the MVP of the season. And I remember at the end of it, I was like, I'm not good. Like that's no, I was just flopping around out there. Like I had those thoughts. Now moving along and, you know, as, as, as I started working on my skills and, you know, I fell in love with working on computers and the, the idea of business and computers in late high school, I remember I took an entrepreneurship class and we had a stock market, uh, um, uh, uh, stock market game, I guess you could call it basically, we, you know, a mock stock market. That's what it is. Uh, and we all had to, you know, we had to do research on potential companies uh, in the actual market. And I believe it was the TSX then, the Toronto Stock Exchange, but we had to look at them and do research and then, and buy stuff, fake stocks and then tra- track them and see where we went. And I ended up getting second place and I made a lot of money in quotes. And I remember at the end of that thinking to myself immediately, I just guessed but I didn't just guess. I spent. I remember spending days reading. I went to the library back then because the internet was so slow. We were on dial-up, looking into like different sectors and things like that um, as I was picking these companies. But I, I at a young age, I, I was always worried about being exposed as not really knowing what I do or what I what I'm doing. So. I've, you know, that's that kind of has followed me through my career for its entirety up until recent years. You know, I think the the biggest leap I took was I, I worked for one company for a long time and then I finally um, applied somewhere else and I went there. And when I got to this new place, 
everyone was just like, wow, like, you're great. You know, like, holy, I've never looked at it like that before. And it started to reassure me that I knew what I was doing. Because, you know, the, in my previous, at my previous job, even though I did a lot of awesome work now that I look back on it, and I, I did a lot of great things, um, I felt like I kind of grew up there. Like, everyone knew me, and, and it was, that's just the way it was. But when I was at this new place with, with adults that hadn't known me since I was basically a kid, uh, and I was talking to them and, and speaking in front of large groups and coming across like I knew what I was doing, uh, it started to reassure me. And then in, in these most recent couple years, I definitely have realized that. And, you know, I still have self-doubt, and I think we all do for the most part. I'm introverted for sure. I'm a, I'm an introverted extrovert, but I definitely lean more to the introverted side. Um but I still worry about being exposed, even when I do something amazing. And, and uh, you know, I think that talking about it is, is something that, especially men, we need to do. Because, you know, I, I envy you a little bit if you're able to go through life co- confident enough to never doubt yourself. Um, I don't think that that's functionally possible. But if you if you can, then I'd envy you. And I don't like to envy people, so... Basically, I'm saying there's nobody that can that can ever not self doubt or ne- can never not double negative doubt themselves. Um, but yeah, so I think that if you have you know if you have these feelings like where you co- accomplish something, it doesn't matter what it is in life. It could be a uh, skill, a hobby, a job, uh, romance, whatever it is. If you accomplish something and you're proud of it but you feel like you're going to get exposed for not really doing something major, you should look into, uh, look into imposter syndrome and just do some research. It's, it's quite interesting to see where the root, where the root of it is. And a lot of it comes from early childhood and a lot of people who have it or, or have the claim that they have it have said things like they have, they had one parent who was a perfectionist and, and they pushed on them too hard and then, and, and things like that. And there's things in all of our childhood, regardless of a parent being a perfectionist that could have had an impact on it. Um, for me, my weight was, was one of the main reasons I was a introvert. Uh, uh, you know, my, in my young days, I was like you know, grade school and, and I was outgoing and a happy, pretty happy kid. I think, I mean, I like to play with myself. I was a bit of a weirdo for sure, but but for the most part, I don't think I was I was too awkward. And then as I got heavier um, in my mid high school years, I just started getting awkward and introverted and and, and all sorts of different things. Um, and then there was a lot in the family life that paralleled that as that happened. But that's for another episode. But anyways, so if you ever if you ever feel like you have self doubt in accomplishing something. Just look up imposter syndrome and, and, and look at ways to, to cope with it. There's a lot of things you can do. Meditation is a big thing. Reassuring yourself is a big thing. I have this other tactic I've, I came across quite uh, quite recently I've, I've found to be really inspiring, and I'm in the process of doing it. I'm going to share it on an episode coming up. But um, this guy, I was listening to this podcast. I listened to the Born to Impact podcast quite a bit. I highly recommend it. But this guy was basically saying that what he did is, you know, five years ago, he wrote out almost like a press release but not a press release like like a bio i should say like his bio five years later and then paid someone to record it and then he listened to it every morning um and it it wrote as as him in five years and what he had what he hopes to accomplish it was just really interesting and, and i think little things like that you can do can help you through the process anyways that's it for this one y'all take care